0: okay what's the crack before we get into this week's show with chris fields and liam shannon we'd really really appreciate it if you're on spotify to hit the follow button and give us a five-star rating and if you're listening on apple hit the subscribe button give us a five-star rating we really appreciate all the support thanks a million enjoy the show and as always stay energized
1: Energise
0: show up the Irish. It's time! Okay, what's going on guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energise, brought to you by Forged Irish Stout.
2: Ross. Are you intoxicated or something?
0: Introduce the guest, man.
3: Today, we are bringing two of the most famous faces in Irish sports as the Energy Show does. We have head coach of Team KF, it's Mr. Chris Fields, and the head coach of Fight Academy Ireland, it's Liam Shannon. Lads, how are we doing?
1: You so go good.
3: Good. really well. Yeah, I should ask you one after the other. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. As I disappear in now the screen, the green screen uh, <laughs> playing Freddie with me, but we we shall carry on anyway. Um, Chris, tell us this: Uh, What did you make of Cage Warriors Dublin? You've been a part of many. Um, you fought on the Cage Warriors promotion. You've been the champion there. H- how did you think that fared up against ones of the past, and you know ones of present? Obviously,
2: not being in Ireland. Yeah, I I think um. I think there's a lot of like stigma or well, stigma is the wrong term, but like, I think there's a lot attached to the old fights. So I think there's this idea that like, you know, it was the greatest atmosphere ever. Cause I think like everything in my life, you remember it better than it was a lot of times, you know, they were amazing shows back in the day, but I feel like that kind of blew a lot of them out of the water. The, the, the response from the crowd when all the guys from both teams are walking out, you know, the, the kind of the ravenous of them, like for, for the fights, uh, and it felt like I don't know, it felt different. Uh, it felt like uh, uh like a lot of people there understood the sport. That's what it felt like. You know, they, they actually under they're fans of the sport itself.
3: Yeah, de- I definitely got that that feeling. Obviously, like there was shots from Mike Hogan and Bellator and stuff like that, and I thought that was I thought that was really petty. I thought that was sort of singing to a level that didn't need to be sung to. Um look, I think <laughs> every promotion has its place and I think Cage Warriors knows exactly what it does and it does it brilliantly and uh, I was delighted to have it in Dublin uh, and it was great to be back there. Uh,
2: I, Liam, what I was your take on the... Oh, go on. Sorry, uh, I, I just think like there's a... Like- you know, if you look at the fights that are on that Cage Warriors card, and the fights that both of our teams had, and you know, myself and Liam, um, there's always a mad mutual respect between us. Mm. And me and him are good friends too. Uh, but it's like it's our it's our teams leading the way at the minute. You know, our, mm. our, our teams are the guys leading the way, and I feel like if you look at the fights that took place, they're high stakes fights. That's the difference. This is mm. sport. It's not entertainment. It does cross over, but it's sport, and it's like the lads fighting, like. Like real fights, they're not showing up to get wins and handed wins or any of that kind of stuff. They're real fights that are going on and they're important. You know what I mean? And it's a different, it's a totally different animal than a lot of other options. I feel.
3: Yeah, I think the best are pitted against the best, ninety nine percent of the time. And I feel like, like you said, each fight matters on the card. We were only saying that, like obviously, it was a busy night for us uh, in the back as well, uh, yeah. trying to interview <laughs> every single person under the sun, and we we're saying like. Uh, we we're looking up the, up the card as we normally do when we're at the events we're like right who do we want the interview and we're like right 14 fights 14 <laughs> interviews that's, that's what we want <laughs> you know what I mean so like I was yeah. like I was, like, I was yeah. like, this is probably not going to be as much fun as we want it to be but like great for Irish make, and what's up, what's good for Irish MMA yeah. is good for the energy show so uh, we love that and vice versa so uh, yeah it was an incredible night obviously yeah uh, Shando, you had uh, you had a good few boys fighting four in total, and uh, obviously Reese McKee was in the main event. What did you make make the show? And obviously, you didn't get to relax until it was all over.
1: Yes, well, again, it's exactly what Chris was saying. Like this, the show it, it brings something different. You know what I mean to the, the Ireland in general. Um, it is like close fight like Ran and Tabas, I that's a high stake fight. Um, for the fellow with uh, Eliminator you know what I mean and like up to the last round it was, it was Rand's fate to lose you know what I mean of course it didn't go his way but these are these are real fans turning up the West and support the guys um, I think Cage Warriors don't really do themselves any justice by maybe under promoting it um, because these are I think one of the best shows they can use in Europe um, but what I call it, it's just a different animal completely different animal like as you say we've got a lot of guys fighting like sort of some wins, some losses the other night and all. Like we ran Curtis as very unlucky. I thought he was looking really, really good and um until obviously what happened he could cut the ball though too. But I guess for him and his career, mm-hmm. it's it's a high stake fight. It's not just some guy they're bringing over from the middle of nowhere to get an absolute pasting, you know what I mean? Like we know what's at stake. We're taking hard fights, same as Chris, because like we're 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 looking the rule the of dice and try and get the next level. Um like, so we'll get guys come back with K and come back a few years out. Last time was Chris Leroy Duncan. Um, and no, basically, what I said, and he was obviously talking to yourselves, was they like you get the last thing I said to him was, There is no tomorrow, you could beat here, that's it, forget about it. And I mean, he has all that raiding on his shoulders, and I'm putting that pressure on him to let him know that, that this is like a winner bust situation. Um, and, and, and that's what we're here for, we're all in, same as Chris and his guys, and they're real, genuine fights. And I think it, the show Cage Warriors crosses over to the general yeah. MMA fan. Rowland just
0: a night out for the support that they're made. You know what I mean, basically. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree, lads. Like, obviously, myself and Ross, and I'm sure you used to as well, watch all the the big shows. And uh, this one in the build up to it, we were saying is like our UFC Dublin, like just the names on the card, like everyone isn't like is building towards the UFC. Uh, some of them maybe want to go to PFL or Bellator, but like in the atmosphere itself, like Chris, you were obviously at the last UFC when. Uh, Connor took on Diego Brandao. Did you have a feeling that, like in the atmosphere, it was sort of like a UFC event, or like what way did you sort of see
2: it? Yeah, you know, it's like a, it's like a, like a smaller UFC event, I suppose. You know, it's a. Yeah. I think that's what Cage Warriors try to do anyway. That's they, they know, yeah. like they've kind of set their their stall out as they're that, you know, and you can see, um yeah. you know, had that, like, ravenous uh, kind of environment when the lads came out to fight. You could feel, like, even, uh I, obviously, the same as Shando, I was busy all night, so I, I literally only got to uh, come out and watch for um for Reese's fight, and you could feel the crowd building with him as he's going to, you know, the fight's starting to go his way. You can feel mm-hmm. the crowd building with him, and I could feel the same when I was in the corner with Ryan. You can feel, and then almost... Boom! Total deflation when the fight didn't go Ryan's way. You know the whole room empties almost. All the air gets sucked out. Uh, but it, like, I like M-Lim's the same as me, man. I I want those UFC nights in Dublin, and I want it. And I I want it to be air teams. Like I, I think we deserve that. I think we put the effort in to have that. You know, and we're going about it the right way. And you can see it. You can see what we're all doing. And you know, me and Milleen kind of have a thing that like we're not we're not big fans of air guys finding each other a pro. You know, unless it's something major. But we, we kinda we, we iron sharpens iron at amateur. So the lads compete a lot at amateur and then that brings them into the pro ranks and then, you know, unless it's like a big UFC fire or something like that, well then obviously we'll compete. But uh, like yeah, I, I think I think they I think we're all building towards that. And I think, you know, I'm looking forward to the time that me and where were like they're out the back and it's a UFC show. You know what I kind of way? I'm looking forward to it like
3: Yeah, I don't think it's too far in in, in the near future as well. Like obviously, you know, Kaelin Lockran won the weekend. Like, he must be very, very close to UFC fight. If not, his next fight might be in the UFC. Obviously, like Paul Hughes on the cusp of signing. And then, like, Reese McKee, 13 wins, 13 finishes. Undeniable. And I just feel the more stars we get in the UFC, then that will bring on the next crop of talent, like your Ryan Shelley's, like um, your Leon Hills, you know, Paddy McCurry after his win at Cage Warriors. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, that, that was absolutely sensational. And then, Obviously, the other lads in cage, Warriors, like Alex O'Sullivan, like he got it done and one. And um, Adam Darby looked really good after his comeback. Not forgetting Omran Sh- Shaban as well; he's looking hot in the welterweight division. You know, uh, I feel like James Sheen was maybe a game plan issue against Oban, but credit where credit's due. Obam won a great fight there. But like the next wave of talent is unbelievable. out of The Irish uh, in cage wars, and you have to really see like in two or three years down down the line, like. Ireland's probably gonna have more UFC fighters than they've ever had before. Would you guys agree with that? We'll start with yourself, Liam. Um,
1: uh, yes, I I actually had this conversation um literally about an hour and a half ago. I was taking a big paddy on the pods and they were just saying like the level, like I mean, compared to what I when I trained them, probably Chris is the same. When we trained, like we were going around individual coaches and paying five or six different memberships, the gyms and this and that and all, I'm trying to make it work where now like, where is, we've learned so much and we've came, like, the sport has came on tenfold, and mm-hmm. the talent going behind the guys, the, the amount of like, people in our gym who are coming behind the Paul Cuses or, like say Larissa McKees, or all these boys opening up, they're going to open up the doors. Um, they're going to build the connections and hopefully let the, the people who make these decisions, they give the first wave um, the opportunity, that they'll realise, well, who else have you got here behind you? Um, because that's the riddle We just need one or two guys from Ireland to open the door for the rest of the guys in Ireland. And as you say, likes so, of like Alexander O'Sullivan and James Sheen and Adam Darby, and there's load loads come from mm. coming in behind them from other clubs. Let uh, as Chris was saying that we're trying to lead the way and trying to open open these opportunities, which in turn will open up for the rest of the guys coming through. And by then, I'm hoping to have maybe maybe 20, 25 guys ready to go, Like, to, to be honest. And I know Chris is the same. He's building up his pro team. And again, he just needs that, that wee jewel in the crown to get him in. Like, I was years ago, um, it was a different whole climate. You know what I mean? I was even like Conor mm-hmm. McGregor. But they had the Gunnar Nelson just before it, who was a massive star when he fought in um, Cage Contender. You know what I mean? They were mm-hmm. selling his pay-per-views back to Iceland, even before MMA was really big. That's what got... SBG and then the Conor McGregor, and then who else have we got? And obviously, the Chris and the Cahills and the Artem Logos, they all follow suit. So, like so somebody, it could be anyone, it could be Caelan it could be Paul, it could be Reese, it could be anyone to get in, even somebody outside that. And then once they go, they go on that level and they'll go, Hold on, this, Ireland has a real high level here. And then they might look more at the guys who are participating in Ireland and, and giving them opportunities. Because like, I have like watching the fates, aren't it, the UFC fights. Like, I have no fear of anyone that top 15 for Paul Hughes at all. Like, in, that, in the absolute slightest. You know what I mean? He need walk in there and be in the top 10 of in two fights.
3: Yeah, I think we need more bodies in there to send the elevator back down, as they say.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's exactly the thriller rope back down. And it could be somebody from Chris's team it could be someone. It just needs mm. the door open. And then when the foot's in the door, the rest of the boys will come through. And they're, mm. they're like slow burners. They're, they're slowly building their weapons and they're they're building their careers. And then they get there, and hopefully, when they get there, a little bit, how one or two fates and then be cut, they'll be there for a, a career, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, and like fingers crossed, not only will we get more bodies in the UFC, but like obviously, London has this European stronghold over the UFC at the moment. Like, they're they love going to London, and like London's great and all that, but like, we need to claw them back here to Dublin like anytime we speak to the UFC brass we're straight on to them, like you have to come to Dublin you have to come to Dublin <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean like now why would they listen to you yeah, I, think, the I think the problem like I, I think
2: it's the, the, the problem Chris. with that is that like uh, they, they the, the the like the the main guy from Ireland obviously at the moment is uh, Connor and he's too big to be in Dublin so mm. we we need like uh, we need like Paul and Reese and those boys to get in, and then it'll be dragged back through them, you know, because they can definitely headline a fight a fight night, or they can be on a fight night and sell the the tickets, and then like all that those is like like say Paul there, Paul say Paul got a fight in UFC if he's stuck for a couple of bodies or he wants a few b- extra new bodies to train with, Ryan and stuff are going to go up with him. They're only going to benefit from that. They're not, they're, everyone's only going to benefit from that. Do you know what I mean? The lads are going to get better. Like I said, it's not a matter of, like, Paul and Ryan fighting each other. If some of that was going to happen, it's way down the line anyway. It's not even thought of. You know kind of way It's like, th- th- like being part of a UFC camp is going to benefit everyone, you know? And then a lad falls out and there's a featherweight fight and this guy's been helping your whole camp. He's the perfect guy to step in. This is how it works, like, you know? Chris,
0: like obviously, Ian's competing this weekend, and um, I, I look at Ian and I look at Connor. The, the only, the, the only two Irish lads in the UFC, and the difference is that Connor said, "If one of us goes to war, we all go to war," and like he brought everyone in. And then I saw Ian was on P.T. Carroll's podcast, and then P.T. said, "Who does he think would be next in?" And he only really said Paul Hughes, and that's it. So, like, like I don't think that really helps the Irish scene when the person who's in there and the most active Irish fighter in the UFC isn't really saying... like He's not sending the elevator the, back down, Baz. Is that what you're saying? The elevator is not going back down. Like, even Danny McCormick and Victor, like, we have three cage Warriors champions. Like, the more you go on about who's next, the more they're going to be like, right, all these names come on aboard.
2: Yeah, I think an issue might be, like, you know, he, he isn't training in an Irish gym. He's not based in Ireland, so, like... He doesn't. Not that he doesn't have an affinity to Ireland. He's Irish, so like, of course, he does. But I mean, as in, he doesn't have an affinity to Irish fighters or or, or an Irish gym. So, mm. like, he's he his he, his team is putting guys in all the time. He doesn't feel the need to have to drag them in. You know, that kind of way.
0: Like, yeah, I suppose. I, like, I think yeah. I think it does sort of affect the scene, though. But I mean, like, you can't really rely on other people for you to progress your career. You sort of have to grab by the yeah. balls and go by yourself. And now, there's yeah. four uh, Irish world champions at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's all right. It's Saying like you just got to do your own thing, but it's it's it's, it's, it's being in the right place, at the right time, and the right opportunity. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about. So that you just always got to be ready for that opportunity. Um, what I call and it's it's not about being like the best. Yes, yeah, sometimes the best mm-hmm. fighters don't get to the don't get in the or get to the UFC, and the best fighters don't get. Sometimes it's all about chance and luck and being in the right mm-hmm. place, at the right time. And I think it, um we're doing everything that just hopefully that chance does appear soon know what I mean? That we can't take it. But um I know like in the past, obviously like as I said before, we don't want to be the token the token guy on a European mm. show. We want to be on our own merit. Um, I think the level, to be honest now of competitors in Ireland is the highest it's ever been for for many years, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, MMA in general is such a even amateur levels, it's it's like very like a very, very high level in Europe, never mind. Um but I feel that like it's just sometimes people say that to me all the time, going, I know we just gotta keep on pushing, doing what you do. It's frustrating because we know we're ready. You know what I mean? I know a couple of guys yeah. Chris guys are ready and all. It's just we just gotta keep on this road and and just be determined that it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen because we're we're ready.
3: Yeah, I I think ideally the UFC would do more European shows. I think the lack of European shows are what's hurting the European scene in terms of fighters getting the UFC. I think because they tend to just do the London shows and they have so many UK fighters already, like that card's nearly full before it's announced. As opposed to if they did three <laughs> or four European cards, yeah. there'd be far more opportunity. Because like, from a business standpoint, you sign a Reese McKee or you find, sign the LFA champion. The LFA champion's already in the States. You know what I mean? You're just flying them across country and you're putting up... It's, it, it's obviously cheaper from a business standpoint to do that. But like at the end of the day, someone like Reese McKee has got to the stage now where he's undeniable. Like to me, he's he's what the UFC are looking for. You they want finishers, there's a finisher. You want oh, a cage warrior champion, yeah. there's a cage warriors champion. Like he, he ticks all the boxes. I know I know there's there was that narrative uh after Paul beat Jordan that was like oh it was a decision. But like that fight could have been stopped in the third it could have been stopped in the fourth and no one would have bad annihilate. Like he's fighting a UFC level guy in Jordan View and like he beat him from pillar to post, and I love Jordan Vugen. I think he's one of the nice guys in the game, but that's how the fight went down. And like, are you telling me because the ref didn't actually step in and stop that fight that, like, that fella shouldn't get a UFC contract? Because that just but, seems farcical at this stage,
1: yeah. But see, that's that's like obviously we always hear at free third parties going, I oh, need to get a stoppage, I need to do this. Mm. Yes, like that's got load of I mean, crap, like, to be honest, like, I know, like, when the UFC went out to France last year, let a few kids wear show previously before that was the build guys to get Mm. to the UFC in France, and uh, namely likes of Marie Penelakar and Morgan Sherry. And they were all prime, ready, one more win, UFC is going to Paris. this is your opportunity. Know what I mean? And it didn't work out for them like that. Know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying about not necessarily being the the most deserving person in, it's just that the chips fell the Mm. right way for them. Know what I mean? So as you said, mostly London-based fighters, um, or English-based fighters, or whatever, British. Um, and if, if it so came to Ireland, then of course they would, they would have seen a few Irish guys. That's just yeah. the way it is. But they're not going to go out. So we're, they're not going to come to Ireland anytime soon. So we have to take the scraps and hopefully take. Um, I mean, like what Paul was after a few fights on the ESC in London. Uh, card at late notice, but it didn't suit us. He was carrying an injury and it was a wrong weight division. Just things didn't add up. And to be honest, I don't think we deserve to just jump in at the last minute for Paul or for any Irish fighter. to be just a kind of like a flyby, you know what I mean? Yeah, the
0: think, think, uh, same with um, co- do do uh, them. Like contemporaries- you yeah, Russell, can we just go back yeah. to that in a second? It just a uh, UC two eighty-eight is gonna be in Boston and like everyone knows how many Irish are gonna be will be there and like live there. Do you think that would be a perfect opportunity for the likes of Reese, a Kaelin, a Danny, and uh a Paul to get onto that card and really like put a like a huge Irish audience on that card?
1: You,
2: Chris. Uh, yeah, like so obviously I was there uh, the last time we had a big Irish contingent in Boston. Uh uh, all the boys are fine on it, Carlton. All those lads and um and Connor and uh, I think Paddy Hoelan was on that card as well. We had a, a big yeah, crew was, with that one. He
3: uh, walk around with Ariel, didn't he? Well, talk about tea or something. Yeah, yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tea, Boston tea party. But uh, uh the like, like that's that's obviously a, a smart idea. And you know, you know, like Paul's there, Paul, Paul, like from performances deserves to go at this point. You know, that that's how I feel. I, I like Liam knows me a long time, and anyone that's around me, I just call things as, they, as they, i see them you know i'm never gonna if i didn't think paul deserved to be there i'd say i don't think he's ready yet i think paul deserves to be there i think if you're coming if you're coming out of that group if you're standing out of that group that he was involved in he probably like deserves to go now he, he needs another level of competition you know he needs to jump up mm-hmm. uh for himself as an athlete he needs that he needs that like a uh, like a few tougher scraps or you know and that's what the uc offers because he's kind of he's, he's almost passed out the scene here at the moment, you know. Uh so uh, that'd be nice to see Paul maybe in Boston or something. That'd be cool. Um but that's that's a that's a smart plan by the see, to throw a few Irish guys get the tricolours over, you know?
3: Yeah I, I'd love to see it. Uh I absolutely think that's that's the way way to do it. Um yeah and I was just alluding to earlier I was just saying about the contender series like I don't even think those guys should fight contender series fight. I think no. you win the belt at Cage warriors you should go straight in i think that's the level it's at like if you're trying to tell me that the worst fella in each division in the ufc wouldn't get beaten by the cage warriors champion i think that's a, that's a whole other level of delusion
2: i, I um, think um the, the the dana white contender series thing i think that's different i think like you know to me that's uh so the way i went about things is like i was like i need to make something happen at, at a certain point you know i was getting older Did a, so i did the the ultimate fighter that's what the Dana White Contender Series is to me, lads mm. that are like winning My fights season with winning you and winning them well, yeah. But the lads that are winning fights and winning well deserve to just go in on their own merit, uh, not mm. fighting some random guy in on a on a show to see if you get the opportunity or not. You, like you know, and then other lads that maybe just trying to make something happen, maybe you've had like uh, like two wins, but before that they were coming off two losses. That's what the Dana White Contender Series is, is for me, like.
0: Do you, lads, do you think it gives the like cage warriors a bad look? Knowing that you used to just be you get you get you, you win the belt, and then next up you're going to the UFC. Whereas now it almost seems like you have to win three times. Look at like a, a George Hardwick as well.
1: Um, well, just you... I don't know. It's, it's it's hard to say. I mean, I think because obviously after COVID, then they're putting all these um, shows on all the time. I think they've probably polluted the divisions. Mm. And they're kind of going, well, hold on, we'll we have to have their contractual obligations to to give people fights. So I think maybe sometimes that some divisions are a lot more stacked than others, and sometimes that you're, you're, you're in a big division and they can't afford to bring you on at that particular time, which is the case with Paul initially, after he won the belt, that's what we were told, you know what I mean? The, the, the whole division, fellow with the division, is that really stacked? Mm-hmm. Let us wait it out a wee bit, and then, and then we'll get something sort of, you know mm. what I mean, uh, give us a few months. So that's what we were told, and probably the same as George, and we all like, we want out, like, Christian Christian Leroy Duncan, like, he went in because, like, the middleweight division is very weak, you know yeah. what I mean, the same as late heavy, the same as heavy, maybe the same as flyweight, there is certain bottom weights, bantamweights, weights, lightweights, welterweights, maybe, there might be a lot more um, people saying to the UFC, and maybe that's mm. who their, like, kind of first obligation is to, is to get them in fights before they look elsewhere.
3: Yeah, it's uh it's it's definitely an interesting landscape and it's definitely one that's tough to navigate to say the least. Um but I I do also want to bring it back to, to the guys that you do have on the up and up. Um Liam, tell us what's next for probably the biggest winner of, of the night at um Cage Warriors in Dublin. Uh well, one of the biggest winners, Paddy McCarthy. What did you make of his performance? Because that was sensational and How soon would you like to see him out again? Because two flying knees and one fight is no mean feat.
1: Yeah. um, Well, Patty, I think they were just talking about cross uh, training. I mean, maybe sent Patty down to train with Chris for a few days um, James and uh, all the boys down there, and it really helped out. And he brought an awful lot back from it. And mm-hmm. uh, that's, we're talking about, like, the crossing. This is a small country at a higher level, unless we really have to, and the stakes are worth it. We should be here to help each other. And as you mm-hmm. say, put, let that elevator go down and pull each other up. Um, well, Paddy McCrory's, and like, just after taking him on the pads there now. The fire is burning still. Um, we knew what he... What the, for example, see, before he went to the like James Webb fight, mm-hmm. he was walking around 86 kilo. And James mm. is an absolute big unit, you know what I mean? Yeah, he is. And, yeah, he, is. A gorilla, yeah. Man. Yeah. he is, yeah. So, you, you imagine, like, you imagine Chris, like, the night before weigh ins, that James was able to go to then had two Nandos doubled up with Mish, and, and all the extras and still make the weight without doing any saunas or cuts, you know what I mean? So, right. where I get, Patty, like, you need to either go down the welterweight or put a bit more meat on because at the higher level. Um, technique and it's the full package strength, technique, fitness, stamina, everything is all instrumental to making you successful. Where Patty was naive that way, he thought I'll just get by, by my skill set. Mm. And it, 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 it's, some, it's not about skill set, and there can't mm. be no weak opponents yeah. at this level. And then yeah. he learned an awful lot from that loss. And he was obviously like, in the day, like James is a world champion and hopefully going to be an all world champion here in a few weeks. Uh, what I call, it. but for me it was good for Pat as a learning curve as an individual, as a young guy realizing yeah. that this sport needs an awful lot of kind of uh, strings to your bow. So we've put an awful lot of muscle on the those strength programs and that type of stuff. We haven't taken over like he he, he does stuff in the gym and he's like um, very like kind of exciting fighter. He tries stuff. He's confident, mm. and um, we want to keep him active. We'll put all our every one of our guys' names forward for the Cage Warrior show in, in Wales. Mm. on the 1st of July because um, the, the one in Rome on the we have kids' conflict they got getting show mm. that night so we, we, we can't attend that and going forward that we just want to keep our bu- boys active you know what I mean uh, Paddy has been approached by like numerous people this week and management things and doing this and doing that because of it but we know he does that all the time in the gym you know what I mean he, 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 it's not nothing new to us hope he doesn't
3: do too many but, flying knees in the gym of people
1: no he, <laughs> he, he, he practices we, we do stuff like, I would love that he had the the video or like the camera backstage of us before warming them up, like we were doing all that stuff and all and stuff. That if I miss that knee, what it leads on to afterwards, and you know what I mean? If he if he exits, oh, I'm a missing mm-hmm. the knee. And there's so much they like kind of can't. I, I of that actually, yeah. Uh,
2: I I actually showed him that flying knee when he was down training with me. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <I? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, did
2: he did he hit did he hit you with that before he went the knees? He hit James with it as well, yeah. He hit James yes. it. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He hit James with it. Nah, he, he's, uh, he, he's solid. The, kid, the kid's solid. It was And it was good to have him down. Good for my guys to get some training with him. He's a he, like, very bright future there. I'm looking forward to seeing how he progresses. Nice kid too. Yeah. We're willing to learn, head down, no bullshit, you know. That's, that's yeah, it,
1: willing to speak. learn and, and take mm-hmm. on. And he wants to be active and we want to keep him active. But again, he's still only a young kid. He's still only at 3-1 in his, his career. He's still a long way to mm-hmm. go. He's saying the kids Warriors for our few fights. I mean, Brave we're looking in a couple of our shows We're looking at him during the week. And now uh, we're saying we saying for Cage wears, and um it's a learn it's all a learning process. We're we're no we're no racial party and he's gonna get there. And hopefully again that time he matures to the likes of mm. uh, we have a few and Chris has a few in the UFC. So mm. he'll naturally progress in at the right level, at the right stage of his career in the UFC. That's what we want, you know what I mean?
3: And then, uh, yes. Chris, I I also want to touch on your guys, because obviously, you know, any time there's a show on, normally Team KF walk out with with a winning record. You, you went 500, you had two wins and, and two losses. What did you make of uh, Adam Shelley and Leon's performance? Obviously, uh, they were both spectacular in, in their own right. And then what would you, what was the sort of talk like with Taka and Ryan after their fights?
2: Yeah, so uh, for me, like, um, uh, so I'll start, I'll start with Adam, just like, you know, I've been saying this to people for a while, and, and anyone that's been around that, I mean, watch how he moves in the gym, he's just super slick, real graceful with his movement, and he finally got to show some of that off there, which was nice, and, uh, you know, very happy for Adam, he's starting to get, um, I think, like, a little bit like myself, and I thought he, he struggles a bit with the, like, getting... Like, you never get 100%, but 80% even off out there, you know, because the nerves and the night and the occasion on, and that's starting to come right from now. So I'm, I'm very happy with that. That was a main takeaway with, with Adam was how calm he was with the whole thing, even with the crowd. That would have me alive, man. I would have, like, I would have, you wouldn't have seen on my face, but I would have been shitting myself. Uh, the Leon, <laughs> more, more sh- Leon's more a, a murderer. Is, uh... He's like, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Leon's a murderer. The, the kid's like, yeah. Uh, He's a, he's a workhorse he's um, you know uh, I think he isn't getting enough credit for that fight because I think it was so one-sided that people didn't understand before the fight people thought that was going to be tight and he just ran through just ran through
3: yeah like Zambala's a Jiu um, black belt and everything at Team Towers and like they're known for their yeah. jits, and like you control them on the ground fairly handily to be honest
2: yeah I think it, it just looked so one-sided that People kind of and oh, you just batted him, you know. This, kind of, uh, hacker, uh I'll, I'll be completely honest. I think the occasion got to tackle a little bit, um, and he didn't show up. Uh, that happens too, you know. It's something we'll have to address. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we deal with some um uh, sports psychology and stuff, so maybe that's a road to go down with that. And then with Ryan, I, I the only way I can explain Ryan is it's probably the reason we love this sport so much that anything can happen. It you know what I mean? Office. It's just you're winning, you're coasting, everything's going well, and then bang.
3: Yeah, it well, it, like that was a heartbreaking one because, like, obviously he was winning the fight, and but like, that's the thing with Horella. Horella is one of those people who's in there until the final bell, and like, he does yeah. have that one shot power. And like, unfortunately, like, Ryan ended up on the receiving end of it, but like, it goes to show how high level Ryan is because most of the time, you know, Horella's in this sort of, sort of war almost, but Ryan was like yeah. systematically beating him, so
2: like, yeah. it, was, uh, you, it was a great you, performance. I don't think
3: his stock goes down after that, in fairness.
2: No, I, I do think, though, it's a good thing that, um not a good thing, fucking losses are never good, but like, yeah. I think, like, like, Ryan debuted less than two years ago, and he's co-main eventing a Cage Warriors card then, you know, so, like, maybe pump the brakes a little bit, you know, and you see that, they they had eyes on that fight because herilla uh, has gone to Dana White contender series now as well, so maybe a little pump at a break, slow mm-hmm. things down, and let you see how Paul responded to like his first loss, and you know you get you, you just mature and you get better, you know, because of that stuff. And I think it's all that's all part of fine, and that's all part of figuring it out at this level, you know. So,
0: Chris, yeah. what's sort of next for Team KF as well? Um Like Liam's have to tell us he wants to get lads on the Cave Warriors Wales card, and he's also going to be running Cage Conflict. Summer Slam Uh, Chris when can we watch Team KF back in action
2: Uh, so we're going to be I'd say we'll have a couple of boys on the Wales card and then we'll be filling up that London card uh, we'll be fighting for the belt at the top and then um, I'll be looking to have a few lads on Liam's show we've always kind of been on Liam's show I have to give him a the belt back as well, uh, but uh, we, we've always supported Liam, so he's always like kind of uh, been good to us and got us matchups whenever we need them and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, we, like so we'll have a nice little run now, a few Emmys out on that, but um, they, the pros will be on those Cage Warriors cards between London and Wales.
3: And then, I suppose for both you guys, it's a nice finish of the year, knowing that November is uh, Cage Warriors Dublin again, so uh, it'd be a nice way that'll probably be your, your end of year finish for, for the pros on, on both your teams, I would imagine. We'll probably have all well, our guys into the SD band, to be honest. That's what we like to hear, Shando. I, I, <laughs> I love the confidence. I, I absolutely <laughs> Let's go.
1: Well,
3: no. uh, quick, quick, quick last one for uh, you, Chris. If uh, James Webb is victorious over in London, July 21st, are we claiming four Irish world champions?
2: Ah, yeah. Webbys. Webbys, Irish. I had to check this with Shando a long time ago, actually. He'll remember this conversation. Uh <laughs> I, uh, I, I was like, so I was like, is it okay if he puts a tricolour beside, uh, 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 like an English flag? Like, is that okay, or will it cause any issues? And Sean was like, no, no, I have a way of fucking the lads, Irish and English. You know, I don't yeah. know if a Union Jack would have been okay, but the, the English flag, he's an English lad, but he's an Irish lad. You know, so it's it's not, it doesn't seem to be an issue. And he he's, he's one of us. He's Andy Townsend. He's one of us.
3: Yeah, English born, <laughs> Irish trained. <laughs> <laughs> we love it, love it. Yeah, so I really love it. The,
0: f- all the references, man. I thought it was the only person in MMA M A that did it, but you're also part of the team. I love it. Yeah. yeah,
3: lads. Look, it was it was an absolute pleasure to have you yeah. on. We really do appreciate the time. Um, two absolute gents. Uh, really enjoyed the conversation. Um, we we probably ha- have this conversation a million times over, and it would, it would go a million different ways as well. Uh, but we love the hot takes. Loved hearing from you guys. We really really appreciate it. Um, Barry, anything to add in before we close out?
0: Yeah, uh, last thing, uh, the Ultimate Fighter returns on the 30th of May. You can get it on UC Fight Pass as well. If you log on, you can get a 30% discount, I think it is right now. So uh, make sure to check that out because that's going to be unmissable. We're all at Team McGregor. Liam, you're at Team Chandler.
1: Team Chandler? No, no, Team McGregor. (laughs) No guys uh, Thanks th-
3: thanks a million for joining us uh, If you're watching this on YouTube Make sure to like, share, subscribe Smash the uh, bell notification not miss any more Energised content And as always
2: Stay, stay, stay
1: <laughs> energised Up the Irish And sussing you guys a couple of times I've seen a couple of clips I think you're done Some interviews with Dylan Moran And that I, I, I saw So keep going Keep up the good work guys